kings and queens and bishops too want to wish the best to you. So wish day, wash day, what do you say? Birthday, <clears throat> happy birthday to you. Bing. Happy birthday, Amy. Why, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have discussed in the past. Is it your birth month? Is it your birth week? Do people hate you? Or do you just have a birthday like normal people? Is it a national holiday? Do you take off for your birthday? Do you disengage? Do you plan a day trip? Do you force people to praise you all day long? Well, last week, two weeks ago, we decided it's up to the birthday human and what birthday it is for you. Today, dear listener, is a national holiday. It is the birthday of Amy Fugazi. Yip, 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 you! That was the crowd going wild. Happy birthday, Amy! Thank you, my love, Melissa. How are you on my birthday? Should we call your... Not great. Should we call your parents? Should we call your mom and wish her a happy birthday? Should she be our first phone-in caller? Oh, God. No, it didn't even occur to me. No, and I've got a little quickie road trip coming up, so I typically call her during that road trip, so thanks for the reminder. I will call her and say thank you for the card, which I haven't opened. I received it yesterday, which is nice, but I have to open it still. So I'm not, I don't care about birthdays. I, I mean, if anything, this is justification for why I behave like such a, we could call it non-traditional, we could call it asshole about other people's birthdays <laughs> because I don't really, I mean, it's like, yay, it's birthday. All right, it's moving on. Like, I don't care. I mean, it's not a whole big fucking cavalcade thing. So anyway, let's get to it. It's Amy's birthday. Things I still want credit for. And another toe bites the dust. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Happy birthday, Amy. <laughs> Oh, happy birthday to me. How are you? I got to tell you, we've been together for people's birthdays for a little while now. And um, when I'm with you guys and you sing happy birthday, it is better than any other happy birthday (laughs) I've ever heard. Restaurants, dear God, help us. Family members, all of those birthday celebrations. I just mean the song for right now. But that shit is way off when 99% of the world sings it. But celebrating it with the D Sharps these last few months have kind of been amazing. Kind of acapella group with 10 women who can harmonize and actually be on pitch and love you. It's sort of like JFK must have felt when she was singing to him from Up of the Up of the. Mr. President. I'm just saying. Yeah, I see. It, it gives you a little tingle in your jingle. So happy birthday to us all. My money don't jiggle jiggle. It folds. It folds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How is the fair, Melissa? You've got good morning light. You've got good morning look. You're looking good today. What's up? You're soft. You're easy. What's happening? I'm, am I easy like Sunday morning? Oh, I see what you did there. Do you? I see what you did there. Do you? Okay. I put Lionel in my everyday. Yeah. So here's a little Missy recap for the birthday episode. Uh, my daughter said... You people must leave the beach because I'm going to host my college friends here. 
Ruh-roh. And we said, all right, uh, I really do, proof of concept, I really do want the kids to want to be at the shore because that means I don't have to follow them around the country. They'll come to a centralized place. So sure, 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 we left. I left her with a car, my car, so she can get home tomorrow. However, that leaves me with no car, which means this morning, thank you for the sweet words of soft light, soft girl, easy like Sunday morning. I had to wake up before five to take my husband for a 12 hour shift today so I could have his car. Ah, I see it. It gets worse because his car does not have a steering wheel and it does not have gas and it doesn't roll to a stop or it's it's the douche yoke tesla i get it (laughs) that's what it is and if you know what and you gotta put both hands on his stick and attempt to navigate his electronic wheelless wonder through the streets that's that's a him problem that's not a you problem. every other day it's a him problem but my daughter made several things our problem by kicking us out of the shore house and the other one happened one two three nights ago when I came home and was about to crawl into bed and dropped my iPad Pro, you see where this is going, directly onto the soft part of the nail bed of the toe (laughs) that I just healed up. (laughs) You're such a bitch. That's really sad. (laughs) You're such a bitch. You know what? I'm going to start sending you pictures of it so you think it's less funny. No, 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 no. I feel... For your toe. <laughs> you are still and laughing. your electronic device, honestly. The device the, is fine. In the cage match matchup between technology v toe. Who wins? Technology. Every time. See, you got to strengthen up that bony appendage. You're losing. You're losing. You're losing. So my husband looks Apple. at it and goes, whoa. Because if you hit your toe and you've got a subuncular, I don't want to, underneath your nail, you got to bleed, right? So you got choices. You can, yeah, you don't really have choices. When your toe grows to three times its size because it's engorged with blood, you got to drain that shit. So we went to a doctor the next day. Why are you so mean to your feet? It's just one toe. It's horrible. I don't understand. They're trying to hold you up. They're trying to make you balanced. They they give to you. They have no purpose other than to stabilize your life. And you just keep lopping them off. I don't understand. I I do. I don't understand. What they ever do to you? I told Sarah. You stick your toe up somebody's ass and they're they're hangry for the dark and stanky place that you put them. I should have. When I had the opportunity, I should have. I told Sarah, she said, just amputate. You have no luck with this toe. Just lose it. And that way you can pick your own little prosthetic and it could be seasonal and you could change it like your pop socket or. I still don't understand why you're so mean to your own feet. I don't get it. The way I did it, not on purpose, was not the tip where you clip the nail, but the very the base of the bed. Just the um, tip, please. Yeah. I cut the skin there, too, because this is a very expensive, okay. huge, heavy iPad that... Oh, I thought you were going to say toe. No. <laughs> For the amount you've invested in its, in its rehabilitation, I kind of think it is. Got four shots of nerve blocks in it to try to get some of that... Look, I put my head inside my shirt and I rocked and I waited for it to be over. And as I left that room, he's, I looked back and I saw what happened in there and I said, Who did it? Did oh your, my God. Did your regular man do it? Or did yeah. you get your toe jam, man? Well, I went in it? and I cried. 
To where? To go into your husband's uh, to the podiatrist. Oh my god! To the podiatrist. It seems like an emergency. I thought this was an emergent situation. No. Okay. Well, it felt like it to me. I cried. Like it really still hurts, actually. So, so he gave me four shots, and they were all numbing nerve block things. And he said, "Oh, you shouldn't feel this for twelve hours." And I felt it immediately when he squeezed it to get more blood out. But when I turned around and looked back, it looked like a crime scene happened there. I thought, I thought you just get a bubble of blood that you watch grow out as your toenail goes higher up. Like I've seen people with like a little green spot on their nail that's growing out. It's it's sub nail blood gross. Na- uh-uh. He's like, I'm draining this shit. So I thought... Well, first, my sweet, sweet husband came up to me with a paper clip and a torch that we use to light. What the fuck is wrong in your house? He said, I need to put a hole in the nail so I can drain it. And I felt like he pulled out the science kit of rocks and and It's like when you're alone in the room with the bare light bulb swinging like a pendulum and they pull out dental tools. What the fuck is he doing in your house? No. And I looked at him and I said, a paper clip? That's wide at the bottom. Don't you want a safety pin? And he said, we have safety pins? And I said, put that the fuck down. And you want to be my podiatrist. Put that the fuck down. You know. So we went the next day to a podiatrist and he's like, what? what you do here that's not what you want to hear before when I went with some ick he said ah piece of cake these are the nicest looking feet I've seen in years today he says let me get the camera today he said yeah yeah that's not nice that's not nice I got a tale of two podiatrists you heard this before on pod we went to the one podiatrist who advertises on television and is very fond of himself quite proud all the rest movie posters all over his office and he did the ingrown toenail thing for one child then he did it for another child then on a day when he was not available we just went to the only podiatrist who could see us that day and it was such a vastly different experience We were shocked and afraid at how much we had had not done at the first podiatrist who clearly doesn't do things the way that another podiatrist does. Wait. Very, very weird. First of all, fucking weird. From the get go, I love the title of the tale of two podiatrists. Um, (laughs) It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best of toes. It was the worst of toes. So. I don't understand. The first guy was treating a rogue nail. How did he do it wrong? We have sport kids in our family, and the toe box mean of most, to the feet. Of most cleats is narrow. Nike in particular is notoriously narrow. And if they have a growth spurt before they realize and you get new cleats, they can jack up their feet. So ingrown toenail is a common occurrence among athletes. Other kids on the team go to this guy. He'll do it in the afternoon. You're in, you're out. He'll cut and deaden the nail in a way we'll never have an ingrown toenail again. So we're like, okay. So we did this. So we did this. And then on a day when something emergent happened, got to get in. It was like Columbus Day or something was happening. He wasn't there. Went to the other guy. And it was as if we had been staying in the, I don't know, down on your luck, other side of the train tracks, trailer park, Why and now we're at the MCA. Ritz. Yeah. We walk in, and the amount, it, it took about 30 minutes worth of pre-care bef- it, before he even evaluated the toe. And at the other place, you were in and out in like nine minutes. Yeah, he wrapped it differently. Wow. He did. The, he had multiple people for the, it was the same procedure. It was a, an, an ingrown toenail that needed to be dealt with like that day. And 
it took about an hour and four minutes at the other guy instead of the first guy. And it was totally covered by insurance. And we're just laughing the whole time. You may remember on pod, I found out this is my neighbor, actually, because we were just chit-chatting while we were looking the other way. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And so in the same conversation where we're accidentally divulging things, he's like, oh, so I see you've you've maybe had this done before? And we're like, yeah, and this the reason we're here, and we like the other guy, but blah, 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 blah. And that came out, and he's like, yeah, we we get a lot of his patients. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was very – so there's a lot – as they used to say at the hair salon, it's a lot of ways to cut hair. There's a lot of ways wow. to treat for toenails, right? And maybe some of them are not great. Not great. So I definitely said to my husband as we left, he is the first dentist I had, that it was super heavy-handed and super painful, but when you're a kid, you don't pick your doctor. Right. And as an adult, I'm thinking – well, it's for my foot, but when it happens like twice in two years, I have a problem. Clearly, I have a problem. I might have been high and didn't realize I was still holding the iPad. I don't know how it really happened. I next just know- you're gonna be you're gonna be throwing knives directly at your toe, seeing if you can hit it, <laughs> playing that Picasso game. Let's go, toe! Yeah, I feel like I feel like you need some some guardrails around you, or maybe steel toe tipped shoes. Like Maybe. there are a lot of ways that we can protect you from perhaps yourself and your devices. Yeah, I don't think any of those are bad ideas. I, I just don't know at what age. Did he age send you influence. away with pillage to take so that you can have no pain and no, no swollen blood? No. No pills? So the four shots are kind of what's sore now because he absolutely injected the fuck out of my foot. My husband said, I only would have given you two nerve blocks. It's a good thing we went there. I'm like, it still hurts like fucking crazy. So he's That's still what squeezing made me think it. Of those two stories. Yeah, go ahead. He's talking to my husband who drove me there because the podiatrist asked for him to because he needed other help. He wanted other professional help from him. He had a couple of patients he wanted to talk to him about. I'm like, okay, I guess he could drive me. So he came and they were talking shop and I'm pretty much writhing in pain and I guess my husband caught sight of this because the doctor didn't and he said hey let's just finish up with Melissa first and then I'd be happy to help you out with whatever patients you might have and I thought you're a good man Charlie Brown you are this is the weirdest conversation I've ever heard I love it I was in it and it was weird yeah it was the whole thing the whole day was weird but yeah I it turns out I can't be trusted with two great toes um I just can't be trusted. So the reason we left the beach and I went through all of this is because my daughter cannot have her parents there, which I now think she sees as a huge mistake because the texts I'm getting are saying, oh, I hate hosting. Hosting sucks. (laughs) This is terrible. Well, at least she thinks of herself as a host. That's good. As opposed to the community flop house of which she is also a member like it's nice that she thinks of this as something that she's doing for self and others that's a good headspace to well be in. when we left before we left we said do you want to run to costco we'll get like fruit she said nope i told my friends if there's something special they want to eat they should bring it okay rule one of hosting is maybe not that <laughs> and i thought well that's kind of mean like what yeah that's community flop house good job you okay, invited them over like you have to feed them are you planning on asking so, for rent i mean said, what's next they can have my cheese <laughs> curls if you want and my chips that i'm leaving behind i took my chocolate let's not be crazy that chocolate shop is fire and they'd probably yeah. enjoy going there anyway they don't get they don't get that that's a third well if they, if they want yeah. it go get it like it's an activity too 
I said, you have the beach right there. What kind of programming are you doing? She said, I, I just, I, I'm done. I'm like, honey, it's Friday at 9 p.m. You can't be done. <laughs> I said, Saturday's text came in. Sunday's texts already have said, I, I hate this. This sucks. <laughs> and she doesn't Aww. come home until tomorrow. Ooh, okay. Well, they'll work it out. They will. She has 24 hours. It's new hours. friendship, too. It's new friendship. Right. New in the context of your entire life. Anything in the first 10 years still counts as new. So even though these are the college friends coming to the beach house, this may also be the time period. I'm, I'm not suggesting this about these individuals. I'm just painting a picture of possibilities that may or may not occur. It could be the case where you're also sussing out, this is that one friend that all your long, lifelong friends talk about as, you remember that crazy bitch that we had to boot out? Is there a door I can close? I mean, there's lots of stories that can be coming out of this weekend, week issue, however yeah. long, yeah. right? So you're still at that point where... Yeah, she's learning. She's learning her life. We've been together over 30 years, and I still feel like some of us look for a button for a trap door <laughs> <laughs> when we're together. So, yeah, it's it could be, um, yeah, it could be an opportunity, but it's also she's done. So I'm amused yeah. because she brings people to the house all the time, and my husband and I do the, uh, like, part of the load heavy lifting of hosting right we're making sure you're fed we are leaving snacks on the island so when you just start moving from room to room to go to the next whatever you're like oh treats she has to think to do all of those things now which I, I mean that's not on her list of I wanna I wanna I do have to tell you though this is the child with the motor right this is the child who said can you get me an LSAT book and I said you're a freshman just <laughs> chill out. Just calm down and, and just go with this for a while. This is the child who has seven emails and phone numbers, phone calls in, in London right now waiting for an internship for next year, for next summer. So she's just done with the social side and because she's, she's all kicked up in the academic side, which I thought was super, super interesting. All right. You are spending your birthday driving to your child's college carrying shit bringing him back going back again yes ma'am what are you looking forward to yesterday was my son's 21st birthday which is a big birthday does this mean you're gonna get off his case about drinking he doesn't care about drinking so he really doesn't it was almost like to encourage him I had to send him money that he didn't think he needed or wanted and I said well you're gonna take it and you're gonna go make bad choices so go have fun for one night and lo and behold, shots fired. So I woke up to a text this what morning. What happened? Literally shots fired. He uh, was at a bar and there was gunplay and he what? was questioned by the police. Yeah, yeah. And I bring it here because I was kind of like, oh, I don't even have the details. I'll just get the details later today. And On it, the news. it occurred to me. Yeah. Well, I we were texting back and forth last night about this and that, hee-haw, whatever, and then I went to bed and I woke up this morning and there were, you know, three texts around 1.30. And I said, I just want to let you know, my friends and I are fine. In case you saw in the news, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. In case you saw in the news, there were, uh, there was uh, gunshots or whatever. I don't even remember the text. There were, and the phone's not in the room. There were, there was gunshots or whatever at XYZ bar. I was, my friends and I are okay. Questioned by the police. You know, that's it. So I just wrote back uh were you there where were you when it happened and he sort of 
wrote back something along the lines of, oh, we were in the beer garden and we heard it. So we were we were asked about it and this and that. And I said, oh, OK. And I said, well, we can talk about it. I said, how are you feeling now? And he says, totally fine. I'm tired. And he started talking about how he has to pack up because we're moving him out today. I said, OK, well, we'll talk about it when I get out there. And I honestly, as this exchange was going on, I was struck by two things. Number one, the visual of your face as it's behaving right now, knowing I was going to talk to you about this then that you would be probably already in his city, like not even, you would like, I got to kiss, I got to go. So, and then the second part is that I kind of, please be gentle with me. I kind of don't care. I'm trying to get worked up about this. And I was like, well, okay, well, I guess we will talk about it. Like, I don't have concern. Like, I don't know why I don't have concern about it. I don't than, either. I don't know why you're not concerned about well, it. Well, I mean, on the one hand, there have been, I was far more concerned when there was an active shooter that was all over the news and it was within a mile and a half of his house in a neighborhood. And it went, because the, the guy came walking out of the woods in full ballistic gear and started shooting at people in a neighborhood. And oh this went God. on for four hours and was on CNN and all the rest of it. So, and that turned out, because that's a, that's a crazy person who is, you know, actively targeting innocents for clearly no reason, Right. And this was going on within within a hard mile and a half of his house, right? He wow. lives downtown in an urban area. And this was a surrounding neighborhood, a suburban surrounding neighborhood. And I remember, and he wasn't answering his phone at this time. But we clocked his phone at that time, and he it was in his apartment, and it was evening. So I just presumed, because I didn't want him walking home from studio while the active shooter, because they shut down neighborhoods, right? Come to find out, he had already taken a big test that day. He was in his apartment. It was nine-ish, and he was dead asleep to the world. And when he woke up the next morning, he got the news. He got in touch with me, everything, you know, and that made me very nervous and uncomfortable. And I, you know, when it was all over and they'd caught the shooter and nobody else. So, I mean, I had that information before I spoke to him. And I then we had a long talk. Okay, here's how let's do some situational awareness. Let's be sure that you understand your surroundings. Let's just remind you how you live in an urban area. Let's remind you that you're not going to walk home at night at 1130 after a long day in the studio when you're mentally punch drunk with your headphones on, not looking around in either direction with noise canceling. You're not going to do that. You're just going to be, you know, all the things. So we had one of those many conversations. And head in this on a case, swivel. Head on a swivel. Yeah, and in this case, he was out for his 21st birthday sitting in a beer garden with a bunch of friends. The first awareness I got from him was a text saying, hey, I'm fine, we're all fine, I'm updating you on a nothing thing that happened. So that's how it started. And then the next two texts were, there was gunshots fired within the vicinity of me that I heard it, I was questioned by police, and I went home. And that's it. Because I didn't see anything, I heard something. And it just reminded me, and I, my first response maybe was, you know, my husband, 100,000 years ago, went to, before, uh, gun violence has always been a problem in the United States, let's be clear. It also was very different in the late 1980s than it is now in terms of its prevalence. And it, I mean, it has continued to steadily grow, right? So, and assault rifles were banned at that time and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so my husband has been, not only he was in the restaurant when a mob hit occurred and was questioned by police because it was an active murder, right? Then there was another time when he was leaving with a cheesesteak and had to dive behind the dumpsters because there was street gun violence. I mean, it's Philadelphia. There was a lot of gun violence all the time. And I don't think it was safe, and I didn't love it then. But at the same time, I just I think that if I'm compartmentalizing this into if you go to a bar in a city and people get mad and start shooting at each other, and it was the neighboring bar, not the bar you're in, 
do we have to, I don't know. I'm going to learn more this afternoon, but I'm also like, I'm consciously trying to get myself engaged to be upset about it. And I don't, don't try. But the fact that stray bullets all the time do terrible things. For sure. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. We had a kid who was not on our lacrosse league. I don't want to tell this horrible story. It's a horrible story. I will tell you that a kid on another team that it's one of these could have been our family. They were staying in the team hotel and somebody in the next room in the hotel had a gun. And that kid is no more because the bullet came right through the wall while he was there for a lacrosse event. So it's there's craziness and horrors all around. But the reality. So I don't know if the question is, why am I not upset? I don't know if the if the conversation is we we are very different people, like you said, last week or three weeks ago or in recent weeks. Right. About responses to things. Or if it's just for whatever reason, I'm scooping him up this morning and he doesn't live there as of the next nine hours from now. I don't I don't know. I don't know what to tell you other than I was like, oh, that ain't great. I get the I get the security alerts from campus police. I, I and this wasn't on there. So this was clearly just to use my language about my college experience. This was towny violence like this wasn't a school thing. I don't know. He mentioned the name of the bar. It's one. He doesn't go to bars. It wasn't one that I'd known about. You whatever. sent him to a bar. I did. Money, you're going out. He went to a a neighboring beer garden, which is could be anywhere. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, shots fired, quite literally. I guess I'll get the rest of the detail. So that's what's on. That's what's happening. In addition to, I get to pack up his whole apartment, and he seems to think that we need to repaint a wall, which I'm sure we don't. So there's all that kind of fun stuff happening. Keep my security deposit. I'm not painting dick today. It's my he birthday. He made some food based on a recipe I gave him, and he got grease splatters on the wall, and I'm kind of getting ready to tell him, we can clean grease splatters, and if we can't clean grease splatters, then they need to know that kitchens get grease on them. Fuck off. But who knows? Uh, who cares? Blue Dawn is your friend. It gets out Bingo. everything. I learned this from a friend. It literally gets out everything power wash yes use it um i am a child i've figured out i didn't go on a hike with my closest nearest and dearest to hang out with a 15 year old amazing human i'm 15 and that's it that's where my maturity level stopped and i say this just to get to the fact that there are still things in life that I do that are grown-up things that I kind of want credit for, that I don't feel like we still get credit for doing scary or gross or I don't, what am I doing doing this kinds of things. Do you have any of those things? Well, it's an odd lead-in where you start by saying, I skipped out on doing something because I'm a child, but I want credit for all the adult things that I do. So I'm trying to flip my brain around. You're saying for- I'm a puzzle? Is that what I'm you're trying to say it was a curious lead in I, about myself in terms of getting credit for things. Yeah. My my whole headspace is that I am not doing the adult things that I need to be doing. I have at least one friend who is going through arguably two of the toughest things anybody can ever go through and has successfully completed the one and has got the other one on the ropes. And the way she approaches her entire life is to say, this really sucks, so I'm going to jump into this vat of acid shit up over my head, and then I'm going to swim to the top and shake it all off. And I feel like I have been spending, to your question, the past two and a half years, three years, magically being a different person and avoiding the acid shit bath at all costs. And the consequences of me avoiding the acid shit bath is that my life is very comfortable and easy. So it's a weird place 
to be. I want to be doing the hard, rigorous things that have sustained me and rewarded me throughout my whole life. And the fact that I feel like I no longer do anything hard and I never, I no longer do anything that is mentally arduous. I'm sure I do, but I feel like I'm not. And I'm still getting rewarded in like really big ways. So it's a weird one. I'm trying to, uh, half the time is spending your head around saying, is this the universe blessing up? And is it this whole thing about life has to be over your head and shit for it to be glorious and reciprocally positive? Maybe that's some bullshit. And maybe the reality is hard work, well, excruciating work doesn't have to be part of the equation. You can still just get good. Is this where your middle child learned his his theory? We I talked actively, about this last week. Well, here's the thing. He has done really, he has stumbled hard and he has overcome those stumbles and had deep consequences and he has learned from them. But he also learns that when things don't go his way, the net result is that always things will end up going his way. And that I couldn't wish for a better life view than that. And I I fundamentally know that. I know that about myself. I know that that's it's unshakable worldview since before I was created. That was baked into my cells. Getting back to what are some things as an adult that you do that you don't get credit for? And all I can say to you is I did all the adult things and I thought I was getting credit for it. Now I'm questioning Am I still get? Am I getting even bigger credit, bigger gold stars for doing far less of the adult things? That's a question. And then on the flip side, because I I can't think of anything I do as an adult. I feel like I'm no longer doing anything at all. I know that's a lie. I know that's giving myself short shrift. I do a lot of very adult things, but they don't feel hard. I feel like everything that I do is compared to my old life, kind of easy and I still get good credit. So it's simple things like I don't, I, you gave me a really hard time about making a list, putting brush my teeth on the list. That's the fucking truth. That's the fucking truth. I have to put things on a list or I won't do them. And sometimes I get to the end of the day and I still don't fucking do them. And guess what? It's a new day and I'm still okay. I still, I still do okay. So I'm, I'm trying to find a way to force some of those arduous adult routines back into my life because it feels like the penalty's not there either. I don't know. It's a you lot started, more than you thought you were going to get. Well, no, you just started on a much bigger scale than I was even asking about. You started this whole thing with my, I blew up my life and, and I was really looking for I cleaned out the lint trap in the dryer today. But I won't do that. I'm sitting around in an office that is shameful to me that I've tried to conquer for. And part of it must be there must be trauma there. There must be something bigger than this is an adult thing. I've hired people to come in here and clean this office and they got 80 percent of the job done. And then I said, OK, go away and I'll finish the last part. And I have not finished it. I've not Marie kondo any part of this. I've still got the big red mountain of trash. It's just a different big red mountain of trash. The rectangle of garbage in the garage. I've now I've got more cars that are parked in my house. I just it's it's strange, and I want to. I wish that the that the unknown, unseeable, subconscious, cellular penalty of not doing was still with me. I mean, I've told you I wouldn't go to bed with a messy kitchen. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to bed. I would be painting walls at three in the morning if I had a wall to, to paint. finish the job. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, it was, no, there was no option. There was no option. This is what's happening. And no one was making it happen except for me. 
and that me is now a fundamentally different person. I so like I would this lo- fundamentally different person. I just I'd think like her she too, needs but to- I want some Pilates. I want some clean office. Like this whole half measure thing, I don't understand it. Balance is such a I don't know. I don't know balance. Everyone who knows me kind of gets that balance is so much. I was going to say scary, and the reality is balance just feels fucking boring. Like extremes are very easy for me. There's it's so much easier to solve a giant problem than a simmering. I don't one. think people who know you think that that's untrue. That that you like the poles, that you are drawn to the poles like a magnet, and the everything's okay. Like your your example right there of oh here's an enormous problem let's solve it is something you'd prefer over. Um, what did I have down as things? I've, the lint trap, cleaning the sink drain, <laughs> driving somewhere scary, confronting someone about, I don't know, whatever, filling out the fucking paperwork everywhere. I can't see in the first place. So to have my glasses, to get past that tumbleweed of of fog that goes by my face, paperwork is now my enemy. Like I all of a sudden. I agree with all of that, but let's talk about it because paperwork to some degree is my enemy too. Shit that I don't want to file. Shit that I don't want to do. In your case, you mentioned that little driving thing. That's a huge thing for you. That's not a little thing, driving someplace scary. That is, I don't know why it is that you don't love to drive. It might be the eyesight too. It's but, partially eyesight and the other one is, is parking. Like it's, well, is there a place to, I'll go anywhere in the hood. Wait, they have a parking lot? Any restaurant, anywhere. Of course, they're feeding me. Wait, where am I supposed to park for this? That is something, I don't know, might be a, a trauma I've had in the, ha- in the past. But I also had on here, you know, flying without a, without masking or going into stores without masking. I had years of doing that. And I kind of was looking for more praise when I wound up <laughs> on an airplane. Although this trip to L.A., I did mask, by the way. Airport, flight, airport, flight, right? Both ways. We get home and one of our numbers says, girls, knock, 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 ding, dong. Sorry, I have COVID. (laughs) And we were all like, uh, okay. Can't go over it. (laughs) Exactly. Can't (laughs) Can't go go under it. it. So one of us (laughs) said, oh, this is a really good opportunity for, for me to test my, I've never gotten COVID. Let's see if this takes me down ability. And I said, okay, I'm going to go with that frame of mind right now and see if I could do that. So, yeah, we all flew out. We all got together. We all licked each other, wore each other's clothes. and Talk and- to me. I'm going back. Talk to me about the throwaway line you just gave Yeah. about I kind of thought I would get more credit for putting on the big girl pants and flying across the country. Not ma- I'm not masking. No. What? I don't know. I felt like I heard you say something along the lines of, I want a little bit of credit for driving someplace scary. Yes. For filling out paperwork. Yes. For putting on the big girl pants and flying across the country. So oh, I, no, no, I heard no, that masked. one slip in there. No, not masked. I don't need, I don't need for flying. Um, although I don't enjoy flying. I never considered that something for which that's also something that's a gift because you can't, I don't second guess gifts. Something about a gift horse and he's got big teeth. Something about that I don't want a part of. Um, I've seen a uh, cow tongue sitting in the appetizing deli section of where my mother buys meat. Yeah, I don't not, fuck with a eating, horse's We're mouth. not eating that. We're not eating that. Right. So, so no, I, right, I don't okay. need credit for flying. But if I if I did fly unmasked or walking into a store unmasked, but that's that's where that one was going. It's in it's in our notes. So I I feel like I still want credit for 
Stuart walks in the house and the entire kitchen is not only a thousand percent cleaner than it was when he left, but I've even gone through when he doesn't say, whoa, I think, well, why did I fucking do it? If I'm not getting the, <laughs> if I'm not getting the good job, Missy, good job. And then I think, well, cause you don't want to live in a shithole. How about that? Is that reason enough to do it? Are there, do you things- feel like you're do well, do you feel like you're doing the adult stuff? Are you having this, this same mind moment that I am really focused on right now? Do you feel like you are an adult doing adult stuff and you don't question it? Yeah. I mean, there are times where I pull out, well, here's the time that I think I can't believe somebody gave me adult money and now I'm spending it. And I've seen TikToks that do that. But when I have like two bags of Indian, sorry, uh, Native American, nope. Indigenous people's corn on the conveyor belt at Target I get a little like, oh, my God, nobody eats candy corn. What am I doing spending? Oh, I thought this was maize for popping. I didn't quite know where you were headed with the. <laughs> no, when I wind up buying sugar, which is something I know that is not an adult purchase for the most part. Like, grow the fuck uh... up. You don't have to have sweet tarts for 75 bags of or whatever it is. Whatever my sweet of the month is, because I don't know if you do this, but I get obsessed with something. And usually for me, I like a sweet. Sometimes it's a salt, but it's usually a snack of some sort. And I'm obsessed until I cannot look at it anymore. (laughs) And or my teeth fall out one or the other. So I've been through phases of chewing gum. I've been through phases of eating, well, seasonally eating candy corn. I that's when I question, how am I an adult who still eats whatever until her teeth hurt or how am I an adult when I still make these super immature choices but when I'm eating them watching my Netflix I am folding laundry and I'm emptying the lint trap and I'm emptying the dishwasher and I'm feeding the dogs and I'm doing all of the fucking stupid routine shit that I don't typically look for praise for doing not dropping my iPad on my foot like why has nobody praised me for the six months that I had a healthy foot how come nobody said Good job, See, see, you can (laughs) steward your toes through life. You can. Six months worth. Every six months, it's like another trauma. Trying to be be nice. I haven't haven't lost the desire, but I've lost the kind of action to make it happen. And I'm wondering if that's just a matter of time for you ladies to go through the same thing. And if it really is just hormonal. Because there's this massive shift that happens in your fundamental chemical makeup. And it's like, yeah, that is really important. But so is sitting on my ass and frankly, getting on a plane and being with all my people and spending this money that I, that I don't really have to spend on this thing because tomorrow is not promised. So let's fucking go. So it's, it's, there's all of that is baked in there too. And I would love to be getting credit for that part. I feel like what I'm, what I'm doing as I claim it is also fundamentally really adult. This kind of, having friends over from college at the summer shore house and learning how I'm going to interact with them. And what does that mean about me and our relationships and learning what I do like and what I don't like and how to deal with that moment, just like your daughter's going through. That's a very adult thing for what, where she is right now. And I feel like I should give myself credit. I'm talking to myself now that I should give myself credit that I'm doing the same thing, right? I'm having a set of, uh, set of experiences and circumstances and, I could be, I don't know, I guess I could be doing worse than this. I, I think your issue with it is that there's no time frame on it. 
if you knew that this was something you did for four years during blah, 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 I think you'd have more patience with yourself. I think you'd have more grace with yourself. But there is no defined, this is 18 months. I'll figure this out. Because when you do that, you put a clock on something that you're not even aware of how long it's going to take. And you're only setting yourself up to be disappointed in 18 months. If I thought in two years, I'll have a new toe and I'll drop something else on it. I am setting myself up. Bitch kicks shit all the time. What do I think? I know her. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I get it. So... So I think that if you led leaned into this with more grace and didn't need a clock for it, I don't know, maybe you'd have different results from it. Maybe you would have maybe you would feel more content with this stage you're in where things are slightly more comfortable and you're still doing well. Okay, maybe this is the phase. Maybe this the last four who knows, lean in. Just lean in. You know what it. it feels like? You know what it feels like? It feels like I've been sailing on the ocean tactically with a clear destination in mind and I've been moving toward it and I didn't get there didn't have any I was still still very far away from getting there but it was definitely the point on the horizon that I was steering toward and now it's like well you don't not only do you not have that destination you Somebody don't have any destination your sexton and you don't even you know don't, where no, you're no. going no you but the, it's very different than that you have no destination you are welcome to go wherever you want at any time with the same boat and with all the supplies and everything that you need, you can just go anywhere and there's no target and no timeline and no penalty for not getting there and no reward when you do. It's just, let's see where you end up today. And that it is truly disorienting, right? Because I'm used to going to bed with and waking up with a motor that, I mean, sorry, sailing, the analogies just died, but really <laughs> a, a very, very clear. With a mighty you know, wind. A very, a very clear energy source, right? That was propelling me towards something and, and I was both fueling it and powerless against it. And that's all out the ass. But in any event, you're right. Timeline does have something to do with it. Point in time has something to do with it. All the fucking things. Summertime has something to do with it. I think, you know, whatever. Being an adult and getting credit for being an adult, I don't I don't feel that. Here's a question to gauge whether or not you're being an adult. Since last week, have you stolen anything? No. Is that true? Wait. <laughs> Wait, am I lying? It's I another know. gauge of whether or not you're being an adult. My son and husband listened to the podcast Ruh-roh. on one of their very long drives, and they said, you were lying. You were lying on that podcast. And I forget what episode it was, and I was like, I was not. And then we never got back to them telling me. But So I'm, I want to be crystal clear, because I know I wasn't fucking lying. Had some shit to do with them, I'm sure. No, I don't think I've stolen anything. I probably, did I send you text saying I went out of my way to not steal something? Because well, that's usually the way it goes. The last we heard of Oh, my God, I super did. I just okay. remembered. <laughs> you <laughs> like, tell it. No, I think you. the last time I heard, there was a, a thievery of ice. And that's, that's the reason. No, that's the reason they were telling me. Um, they were like, you such a liar. And then they went into this whole big, long diatribe. So let's see, see how you hear it. I went in to the conference room style, extended lobby, downstairs, in between the restaurant's bathroom of a very large hotel where we were staying. And in this bathroom... Up against, it's one of those where it has many, many stalls. And it had a long line of uh, sinks and the mirrors there. 
and ledges and places to sit. You're picturing bathroom. this. It's a bathroom. Okay, but it was yeah. a it was a biggie one. It okay, wasn't good. you know like okay. So all up of a sudden my bowel is like my bowel just relaxed. It's like okay, up we got to go bathroom. One up against the mirror, someone had left one of those heavyweight paperboard solid square bottomed oversized gilded printed gift shop bags a heavy gift like a big one that you would start using as a tote so obviously somebody had bought some shit at the mansions gift shop in newport rhode island and that's where they sell all the shit from the breakers and the vanderbilt house all the fucking shit okay so they had bought something sizable enough to get one of these large bags because nobody gives bags anymore so that was a nice one when it was one of those nice bags we're like ooh, nice bag so this was plopped up in front of the mirror and peeking out from it were a couple of folded papers akin to an itinerary or something and what looked like a passport and a wallet. So this had turned into somebody's impromptu handbag for the okay. afternoon. While they were clearly here, because there was also a big investors conference, in for the whole week, staying in the same hotel. And I had been talking to some of those people. So I sort of knew, I was like, oh, okay, this is what this was. This is an institutional investor who was here for the week, probably just got out of their seminar because I was at that part of the building. And I was like, oh, okay, I see it, I see it. So it's a swag bag or a gift bag, just sitting there. And I clocked it, and I looked at it, and I did not physically touch it, and I did not rifle through it. I didn't pick it up, and I didn't take it. I took a lot of pictures of it to prove how close (laughs) I was to it, and I sent them all to you. And then I told my son, look what I didn't just steal. And he's like, I don't even understand you. And then he went into this whole big, long diatribe, like, I don't walk around saying saying things like he had some dumb analogy that I don't even remember because it was so dumb, I blocked it out of my head. But he seemed to think it was weird that I wanted credit for not taking this shit. Because the truth is, anybody would have taken that shit. Anybody would have taken that shit. There's probably cash in there. There's probably credit cards in there. There's a lot of stuff. You know what I could do with a passport? There's a lot of stuff in there. I left it. You can't do anything with it. I possibly would have taken it and brought it to the front desk and said, Oh, for fuck's sake. Someone left this in the bathroom. I know that there are deplorables out there who could take the wallet, the passport. They're going to want Who this. you calling deplorable? I left it there. I'm just trying to say it wasn't me. And that person was probably just down the hall doing a tinkle time in one of those closed stalls. I mean, who's that weird that you don't want to bring your stuff in your own stall with you? Oh, so it's possible they were still in the bathroom with you. Very likely, in fact, because somebody was rustling over there. So I had to move quick. But I did. I had to move quickly and not steal. (laughs) Well, I didn't want to get. I thought it'd be weird if I was there, like, scoping it. Like, you got to. I mean, you have to. You just strike quickly is what I'm saying. No matter what your decision is, just do it. And I didn't do anything illegal at all. And yes, I would like credit for that. That's being an adult. I didn't steal shit. I kept it clean. I feel like I should get, why do I not get credit for this? Why is everybody saying, no, I get like, it. I think it's weird that you want credit for not stealing stuff. No, I get it. I, I get it. You're just sharing that you had an opportunity and that you did not take it. Because that's we, right. we like to jump on opportunities. Opportunities are what we talk about engaging in instead of buying this having an experience i had an experience i stole three bags of ice i tried to pay but it didn't work so yeah we're back to that so your husband has been sending me pictures of those ice boxes all over look that (laughs) ice deserved to be stolen and that's the way that one went down just so you know if you were only visiting us at the shore house because of the ice maker we now have the same ice maker here you are welcome to come oh my gosh you are kidding only because we can't afford your coffee machine we went for the second ice machine you are hilarious 
is. So come and on I gotta over. tell you, I gotta tell you, I had no interest in that ice machine. I remember when you potted about it and that you were thinking it's such an extravagance. I don't even know. I can't justify it. Biggie bugger, bigger bugger. And I'm like, it seems really fucking stupid, but I love my friend Melissa, and if she seems to think that cold water chips are going to be the secret (laughs) to her salvation, then let's blow it. Let's go. And then I took that stupid clear scoop, and I filled up my glass with some ice. I don't even like ice. And now I'm like, we got to get one because I feel like this fucking thing is transformative, and I really like it, and I love it. And I want it. I'm going to tell you this because it's another adult thing that you kind of want credit for. So it's a million dollar ice machine. Yes. And my husband went on eBay and he found. Yeah. So he found a floor model that had a dent in the front that um, was never used, but it was there. Like it was obviously has a dent in the front and for a fifth of the price. (gasps) And then our credit card said, did you just shop on eBay? I'd like to give you 3% back. And then when we had it installed here, the day I flew home from L.A., we went from Philadelphia Airport to Pennsylvania House to Margate House. So as we flew in, the guy came to install it and said, you're going to need this part. It's going to be a this. And we're like, oh, fuck. And he wrote the my husband wrote the guy. He gave him another two hundred dollars off. This thing that is supposed to have a comma in it has no comma. It was. Oh, my God. It was so much less than our vet bill. <laughs> I still don't understand how you can pay that much per animal. I don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I, I don't even know what they're doing to these dogs to command that kind of money. So the comment was it's from friends, the the measurement of an inseam. You know what I'm going to do? Or when he built a, a cabinet that somebody locked him in, Joey, and he got stuck in there. And he's like, you know what I'm going to do if I see that guy again? And Chandler says to him, what, bend over? Like, nice. finish the job. Well, that's kind of how I feel about the vet. You know what I'm going to do the next time I go to the vet? I'm going to bend over like it's, I'm it's going to pay be... him even more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? Just just round up. I don't know. Pay more. It's not going to happen. Amy, we have been taking supplements for the past, you know, several months. Do you have any updates on what any of those supplements are doing for you, to you, with you, near you? Well, I'm not even sure what the term is. I know it's not psychosomatic, but I do feel that there is some sort of, I guess it's placebo effect yep. because I fundamentally know that it can't be scientifically backed, but I feel great. I feel less than when I don't take it, and I don't have COVID, despite being in the room with somebody who had COVID. Sleeping, I don't have sharing it. a bed, right. I, yeah. I don't have it. And I mean, yeah, I'm all lubed up and everything, but so was she. So uh, with all the vaccines and all the other shit, I love these supplements. I love them. They make me feel so, so whatever, if it's that, if it's the cocktail of the rest of my life, if it is happenstance, totally unrelated for the amount of investment that I have in it. And I mean, all the way around investment, it is completely worth it to the point where that is one of the easiest routines that I have adopted and maintained in recent memory. I, that it has replaced my morning coffee. I wake up. I mix up a glass of this shit and I drink it and I do that and wait a whole hour before I have a cup of coffee. And that perhaps in combination with other things or perhaps all by itself has really been great, has really been great. I'm having, I don't have problems in the bathroom, but 
there there has been a significant uh, bulking up and frequency of things that didn't need to be bulked up or frequented. But oh, okay, it's like it's like when you start taking prenatal vitamins. Do you remember taking prenatal vitamins yeah. when you were pregnant for your hair and, and have, nails? And you would wake up in the well when you were pregnant, and you would wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, "Hello, friend." There's like a very large morning thing ready to greet you. That's what happens with this stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, I guess this is some of that. Sleep easy. I don't have any kind of allergic response. A lot of times when I drink, I would have an instant sinus response when I would drink wine. Yeah, I don't have that anymore. You have that histamine response. I don't have it anymore. And I don't know that really? that magically, I don't know that it just went away when the only thing that I changed was that. Yep. Do I don't have it anymore. ever find yourself mooing uncontrollably? Well, because it comes from the bovine tiddly teat. Yes. Uh, yes. No, no. I, I dig on I dig on cow, man. I've been eating their meat for a long time. Long time. I could take, I could take some of that teat juice. Let's go. It's a granulated powder that I mix into water. It tastes like fruit juice. It's a nothing burger. You wake up in the morning, you get eight ounces of water with a little bit of this flavored goo. That's it. That's all I'm doing. It's not difficult. It's good. It's working for me. Their marketing works. They have this snake oil marketing that says, we do everything that was ever wrong with you and all the new things that haven't become wrong with you yet. We fix them too. Like it's the most ridiculous, ridiculous, we do everything under the sun. It's laughable how much good shit we do. And it kind of feels like that's true. Even if it does a quarter of what they promise. All right. I'll take that. As long as you're not doing if First, do no if, harm. If yes. this is what has forced me to to shift a change in my routine where there is an added benefit of not drinking coffee within the first 90 minutes of waking up or a double espresso, which was my habit before. It's far better for you to do it later. And that science proves that if you delay it by 90 minutes, your sleep cycle improves because you have you hit your cortisol at a certain point in the day when it actually wakes you up when it's supposed to, as opposed to disrupting that says ba 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 ba. So it changed that cycle. There's something to you should wake up in the morning and have room temperature because this is you don't get it too hot. You don't get it too cold. This drink that I'm drinking room temperature water to start your morning is the best thing you could do for yourself. And that's effectively what I'm doing. So, I mean, there's a lot of ancillary benefit around. Maybe I don't need to dump this supplement in there, but I am. And I'm also getting, you know, the superhuman sized shit every morning and the <laughs> And the you know all firm and meaty and ready to go. Super I mean, it's everything human size shit. Well, I mean, we were joking last week, and people could read between the lines that I laughed too hard and I weeded a little too hard, and I had a little bit of a tinkle release. And the reality is, I don't. I didn't go in there having to have like massive bowel changes. Then one of the things this thing promises is that you're gonna have you're gonna have. You're going to have regulation. Whatever was wrong with you, it's going to be regulated. And I didn't think anything was wrong with me, but oh, okay. It's gotten tightened up and squeezed oh, okay. up. Okay. You say gut health, I say bring it. Gut health, okay. bring it. Gut health, bring it. And, it. and the histamine response, I say bring So anyway, and yeah, I'm not, we're not getting a sponsorship and, you know, we're not using this to I get one. I think we should Armra. try. I think it's we should Armra. try. Yeah. A R M R A, Armra. Have fun. Go buy it. Go use it. Don't. Fuck off. It's up to you. You want to shit in the morning? You said go you were it. sneak it into you would sneak it into your husband's morning routine too. Is he still doing that? No, I gave it to him from time to time. He was starting to feel a little bit ill and I gave it to him and the, he seemed to get over what was coming on real quickly. But that again, it's like this is so Could nonsensically anything, right? anecdotal. But the reality this is an immune this is an a philosophical immune booster, right? I don't claim that there's they have some science that backs it. I don't 
I don't ascribe to any of that. And if it's a placebo effect, great, because that's science. I'll take it. So yeah, I have had a positive, and I'm running out because I have used up my two boxes. So I'm going to re-up. I'm going to buy some more. Let's go. There you have it. Are you going to put yourself on the subscribe and save plan? That's how I know somebody commits to something. I did it with, uh, what is it, ProVitalize? The I couldn't stick with that shit. Probiotic. I took it and I couldn't even get through 30 days of it. The pills were too big. You had to take them at multiple points. There. I couldn't do it. I couldn't physically do it. So, yeah, there's something about the delivery device of this or whatever that, that well, is working for me. Well, it's drinking. You could drink anything at any time. You're a drinker. Hey, you got yeah. this. No, but the Provitalize, I wanted it to work because yeah. that was all I like that fixi- fixing all the mental and physical That's bullshit everything. from before. So shouldn't you're telling me I should give that another go now that I've figured out I could take a pill with my giant glass of water? I'm telling you I'm not a physician and I don't recommend anything to anyone. When somebody says, hey, Melissa, what kind you're of glowing this morning. magnesium do you take? Well, I take X, Y, or Z for I stay away from a, B, C, because those are the ones that make you shit your knickers. And I don't even know that Amy's cow colostrum could fix that problem. Hey, hey, hey. What is the deal with the Belgian Belgium, Belgian national anthem? Okay. Belgium is fucking hilarious. And I think that they don't know that they aren't the home of Harry Potter. Because I've never seen anything more fucking ridiculous than the Belgian slash Belgium national anthem performed for me this morning. My husband is a Formula One fan. Formula One is always on. Their races happen over the weekend. It's a cycle. Friday, they do practice and qualifying. Saturday, they do all qualifying. Sunday, they have the race. That's just how it goes. So, of course, I wake up very early in the morning and he's watching the Belgian Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Yay, yay, yay. So... I happen to be in the room, and while hilariously laughing, he says, you must watch this, which is not something that he usually says during Formula One because I ain't going to fucking do it. Okay, so I'll describe it to you because it was so stunning that I did actually phone to TV videotape the live stream. Oh, my God. post this in our group after this show drops so that you will see it and hear it. Okay, if you can picture the national anthem kicking off a major international sporting event. You can picture this. They're going to have someone reputable. They're going to have someone who best reflects the tenor tone and culture of their particular country, and they're going to reflect best on how they see themselves. Love it. You've got a worldwide audience. Put your best foot forward. Okay. He was Uh a portly gent who happened to be wearing... John Lennon sunglasses with flames made of plastic shooting off the side. Yeah, so you're like, is that a costume? No. Gold pants. <laughs> gold lame pants. Portly gold pants. Black shoes. Okay. Black and red top. And a flag draped as a cape behind him, surrounded by cheerleaders that said, Belgium. On their outfits, all holding balloons, standing at the ready. And he sang this thing as if he was a Las Vegas busker performing in the street out in front of the Rio or some or Lady Luck, which is a casino that didn't even make it. It's no good. It's been blown up and turned into something else. He lip sync to the song for a woman. So it was a man. Lip syncing to a woman's song 
gyrating. Do you ever oh see God. those guys on TikTok who go and do the surprise magic where one of them distracts you and another drops to his knees and like high, they throw up a blanket and somebody jumps out and pops from sure. behind the blanket. Like they're, it's a joke. Right. They're doing joke magic He's in the street. That. Yeah. Yes. He was, he was, it was the strangest shit I've ever seen. And it was so strange that they panned down the line of drivers who were, who were all trying to keep a straight face and couldn't. That's, and who were that's chuckling. That's the best part. <laughs> and making their face. And then at one point, Fernando Alonso looks, and he's making this look on his face like, what the fuck am I looking at? And he's his whole eyebrow and chins are like, really? Really, dude? What? Chins. He's just crumpling up his face like, I don't even think this is real. I kind of don't know what I'm looking at. It was tough because I felt for those drivers who then had to defy death and have a good mindset when they're getting like, why are we watching this joke? What is it? It was startlingly bad Do you think and it was strange. To see who was paying attention at that point? Because this I so think ridiculous. them Belgians love a chocolate cheese and cheese, somehow chocolate. and the cheese and they somehow thought, yippee motherfucker, we're going out with a bang. Balls to and the wall this time. I I. Don't eat. And they even, even the announcers were like, they're quite proud of their anthem. <laughs> oh my God. That is so too bad. much. It's so bad. Before you even rush to Brill Ob Squad on Facebook and see it in our private group, which is there just for you. I, I advise, it's probably going to get written up. It's probably going to have a headline because it was some fucking banana factory. I have never, we've seen this event before. I don't think this has ever happened before. It doesn't make any sense. Dear listener, did you see this? Did you see what it's, happened? You're going to see it soon enough. Write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com, especially if you are Armra and would like to sponsor our show. Feel free to do that. You can find us on a couple of the socials, Instagram and Twitter at Listen Brilliant. You can find us on Facebook at Brilliant Observations. But as Amy mentioned, go to Brillob Squad on there and join our strong powerful <laughs> and exceptional group of folks and there you will see this video as amy promises to upload it i wouldn't count on it but okay, you should come on. you should absolutely do it don't worry i'll have the music over this part they won't hear shame my me shame me out shame me out i'll forget but then i'll do it also i don't steal and i put stuff on our group how's our merch site going i love you and your big big toe hey ho. now i'm gonna send you pictures we love you guys thank you so much for turning us on we hope we turned you on in some small way although i can't imagine how i cannot wait to come back here next week and shout at you again thank you bye I am choking up on this big, baldy, baldy boy, right? I got to get my lips 